0: Welcome to the St. Richard's podcast, Sermon of the Week. This week's message is given by the Reverend Kelly Jennings. For more information, please visit us at strichards.org. Good morning, everyone. Happy Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete means rejoice, command form. We get a pink candle on the Advent wreath to mark this special Sunday, third Sunday in Advent. We are getting closer, as the children told me this morning. It is very close now. Christmas Day is close. Well, it's no surprise in our scripture readings that it's Rejoice Sunday. There are at least three places, four actually, maybe more, where we hear, see that word rejoice in our scripture readings this morning. Beginning with the Old Testament reading of Zephaniah, we hear, Sing aloud, O daughter Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. This is a prophet telling the people of God that though they have had rough times, someone is coming to set their nation to rights, to restore them. These are old and beautiful words and still so comforting to the people of God. Listen, this is a bit more from Zephaniah. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. We hear that, do not fear, in the birth narrative of Jesus too. do not fear do not let your hands grow weak the Lord your God is in your midst good stuff leading up to the incarnation right he in your midst a warrior who gives victory and then listen he will rejoice over you who's doing the rejoicing but the Lord rejoicing could you use some restoring this morning the church is here to remind you that through baptism in Christ, this God is all about restoring not just Israel, but the whole world, all the people. And if you are in need of restoration today in whatever way, well, then you've got good news to remember that he's a God of restoration, of reconciliation. I found that in that phrase in Zephaniah, he will exalt over you, the last line. The King James translators rendered it, He will joy over thee with singing. Isn't that a great phrase? He will joy over thee. Love that. God joys over us. So what kind of victory do you need to see brought about in your life today? The second place we hear the word rejoice is in Paul's letter to the Philippians, and it is, again, in a command form. Rejoice. And more challengingly, Paul says that small word, always. Rejoice in the Lord, always. Well, Paul is someone who knew stonings and survived them, beatings, imprisonments, many, wrote this letter from prison, a shipwreck, and he says still, rejoice always. Really, Paul? Rejoice, rejoicing comes easy when times are good. When we've just gotten laid off of work, rejoice then. Paul says, always. When we've just gotten bad news from the doctor, Paul says, yes, always rejoice. When we've just lost a beloved spouse, rejoice. When our marriage is falling apart, rejoice. When our entire town has been decimated by a tornado, Rejoice then? So surely Paul and others who fill our scripture with the word rejoice must mean something other than just put on a smile, right? Put on a happy face. That's not what rejoice means. So we're called on Rejoice Sunday to get a little more into that. One place where I love to hear the word rejoice in our scriptures is in that account of the wise men in Matthew, again, coming up, come to the pageant. It says, we're told, when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. In Jesus's parables, the shepherd who leaves the 99 and goes after the lost one, when he has found it, the lost sheep, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. In the prodigal son when the brother comes home repentant to his father and the father welcomes him with a big feast, remember the older brother takes issue with this feast being offered in honor of the prodigal son, but the father says it was fitting to make merry and rejoice for this your brother was dead and is alive, he was lost and is found. In the parable of the talents, those who have made use of their talents are told by the Lord of the estate, come and enter into the joy of your master. So in most of these references here, we're noticing that it is God who does the rejoicing, God who joys in us, God who offers us the joy. And so that should take the pressure off of us. You know, We don't have to put on a happy face, but we also don't have to try to conjure up whatever joy is. Joy is what God's got. I love this quote from C.S. Lewis. I could quote him every day. But this fit perfectly. He says this, If you want to get warm, you must stand near the fire. You must stand near the fire. If you want to be wet, you must get into the water. If you want joy, You must get close to, or even into, the thing that has it. Isn't that nice? So, who has joy? The Lord. We hear that in Scripture. So, if we want joy, if we want to be able to rejoice always, then we simply draw closer, or as C.S. Lewis even urges, we need to get into Christ. Get into him. So, how do we do that, you ask? Well, it starts there. We get baptized. And like those children going into Narnia, we put on Christ. They put on those fur coats, you know, in the wardrobe. We put on Christ at our baptism. We put on joy, don't we? And then pretty soon afterwards, we forget what we're wearing. Just recall this morning that you were wearing a cloak of joy by your baptism. How else do we get into joy? Well, we hear scripture, we hear scripture, we hear scripture. We hear a lot of scripture. We say it all together at our service. We get into God's word, the living word, when we do this in worship. When we repent and say we're sorry at confession, we are asking the Lord joy itself to reconcile us, to forgive us. And draw us back into relationship with our neighbors. Good news this morning. Joy is here, incarnate. When we wake up in the morning, any morning, we can just pray that prayer. God, please help me to live into your joy today. Simple enough, right? And by a great mystery, when we take communion, we are literally filling up on joy. And notice, communion is not something we come and do individually, we come And we are together around this altar, filling up on the bread and the wine, the body and blood of our Lord, filling up on joy. So that when we go out into the world, we are emanating that joy from the inside out, radiating. That's our prayer this morning, right? That God, you would fill me and then take me out. That's us, isn't it? Communion. Take us out into the world to share joy with others. Well, my work is blessed to be with children here at the church and at St. Richard's School. And in our formation program we offer here, Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, our chief work is to prepare an environment where children can encounter joy. And it is a true joy to be able to be present when that that happens. And just about every Sunday morning and every time I'm with children in the chapel here during the school week, You can see children encountering joy, the one who is joy and showing that, demonstrating it with their bodies. Let me give you an example. I had a seven year old boy come in a while back into the atrium on a Sunday morning and he looked so activated, like most of us right now. Just the busyness of the world was internalized in his body. He was stiff, and tense his face showed a very tight face you know just you could see what school or the world or family situations had produced in him so for a while he just walked around and around the atrium he's just his body needed to just walk that off right as the rest of us lit a candle and read a certain parable but i could tell he was listening he was listening So we heard the parable of the man who finds treasure in a field, and in his joy, it says, he goes and sells everything and buys that field. Well, the boy who'd been so restless, I noticed at that particular time in the parable, he went over and found what he knew was a little jar of mustard seeds that I keep on a shelf, and we meditate on the mustard seed parables. But he took the top off the jar and looked in and he said, I remember he said, God's love is so precious. God's love is so precious. And it was that moment, too, I realized his body was finally still. And he was able to connect with God's love. That was so precious. So that's what we aim for, folks not just with a seven-year-old, but with all of us here in this family. Yes, we prepare space for children to encounter joy, but we prepare this space too for children of all ages to find some stillness, to find some rest, and to encounter joy himself. Good news. So you might be saying, Kelly, you said there were three, maybe four, places where rejoice is in Scripture. Well, I want to draw your attention to Isaiah 12, this beautiful canticle we said instead of the psalm today. And I want to encourage you to memorize it. It's a great little canticle to say on a morning walk or on, a gym, on gym equipment. Practice it. Have it on your heart ready to go. It's, it's life-sustaining. Ring out your joy, rejoice, it says, for the great one in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Now that should just give us a chill down our spine. The great one, the, the great one in the midst of you, here, wherever you are, is the Holy One of Israel. It's intended send chill down our spines in a spiritual, joyful way that God is present with us. He is here, friends, draw close to him. You came here to draw close to someone. He is the one who said, I will be with you always, so rejoice. He is the one who said, I am the resurrection and the life, so rejoice. He is the one who lifted up the bread and the wine and said, this is my body and blood, so rejoice. He is the one who was nailed to a cross and died for his friends. So rejoice. He is the man, Jesus, who on the first Easter Sunday walked out of his grave. Rejoice. And Jesus is the one who ascended to the Father in heaven. And by a great mystery through baptism and Holy Eucharist, we are now his body. Remember that joy emanating. We are now his body by a great mystery. And we go out into the world and take that joy to others. So rejoice, people of God, and enter into the joy of your master. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. For service times or more information on St. Richard's, please visit strichards.org.